0: have a dream, implement that dream, plan and don't give up. Right. Simple. People hear that all the time, but it's resiliency and tenacity. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have the highs and lows. But if you can plan an event, secure the professionals and have a strategy of how it's going to build your brand and take it to the next level, your return on investment will be more than worth it. Branding starts today. Everything, every single thing you do touch post, what you wear, how you look, who you engage with, who you're tied to, they all matter. Plan that event, have it be the next level, engage the the right partners, the right branding, the right sponsorship, and go after it. Don't be afraid to do something different. Don't do any of the things that you've already seen. Do something that you want to attend and that you know will have that engagement, and the people will come and they will believe Even if it doesn't give you the immediate return, it will in the end. I'm definitely a witness of that.
1: Hey guys, what's good? Welcome to the Cosign Life. If you're watching this video, that means you cosign us and we cosign you. So here are a couple of ways to support us at Cosign Magazine. Number one, view the description below, click the link and purchase an issue of Cosign Magazine. It's like this, this one right here, physical, you can purchase this. Number two, you can also support us by purchasing Cosign Merch. Hit the link below and it'll take you to all our past merch items. And we'd love to have your support and see you where Cosign magazine. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Cosign Conversations. Today, my guest is a friend, a a partner, a colleague. Uh, Y'all may see her producing some of the hottest events, not only in the city, but all over the country. We have the founder of Swan 7 Production and Swan 7 Entertainment Agency. How you doing today?
0: I'm good. Thank you, KZ. I I like that intro. Yeah, you know, (laughs) worked
1: on a little bit, but no, I'm glad to have you here. You know, we've done... uh, We've done the Coastal Awards last year together. Yes. Um, I've been a vibe. A, it was a complete vibe. Complete it was good vibe. for
0: the city. That felt good. Nah,
1: no, it definitely did. Definitely did. I've been a fan of your work for quite some time now. So it's been great to actually, you know, work with you, pick your brain and, you know, produce one of the hottest events of the city. And, you know, Absolutely. from there, you just keep working, keep going. And so. Yes. Um, you know, we talked a lot offline before. You told me that, you know, you you spent a lot of years in corporate. Yes. Um, I want to I want to kind of start there with your story, right? Okay. So kind of tell us, you know, why you're working corporate. How did you even get into, you know, event planning, event okay. production and coordination and all that?
0: Okay, absolutely. So I actually spent 16 years in corporate America. Okay um specifically in health insurance. Okay, it's
1: completely different. Completely different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and in the latter 7 to 8 years of that, it uh-huh. was all sales and marketing based. Okay. Right? So that those skill sets are obviously transferable because I got to be able to pitch, right? To for get sure. my clients, I got to be able to show a great brand, right? Sure. Got to be able to market myself and I did a lot of that for some of the top brands in the nation. I made them a whole lot of money.
1: Okay. <laughs> salute, salute to make a whole lot of right. money
0: <laughs> and i was like oh no it's time to make myself a right. whole lot of money For sure. right because if i have that skill set on that side it can tra- be transferable Definitely. and so i unbeknownst to me i was a part of the great resignation mm. so i resigned uh this this month will make a year ago okay so a lot of people didn't know that i was running my businesses and working full-time corporate america wow like most people never knew that right? Right, right, right yeah so i was really juggling team no sleep mm-hmm. right the grind was serious but it was important to do that because i know a lot of people encourage entrepreneurs to just jump out there take that leap of faith and that's cool but plan right, right, right. be strategic let your daytime fund your dream mm, that's right and yeah go ahead <laughs> nice.
1: so let me ask you this um you know when i was working in corporate america it was kind of the same thing it wasn't I'm gonna be honest,ly I didn't really want to tell people that I had a job while I was doing. I
0: really didn't want to. Yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> why do you think it's like that? And you know, in entrepreneurial, like, why do you think we're we're timid or scared to let people know that we're actually working a corporate job?
0: You know what? I think it's because most people think that the average person can't leverage and can't multitask and can't handle the load. Mm-hmm and so then you were afraid that will people and then I got it all the time oh oh now you're full time doing this oh no baby both of them were full time right, right. <laughs> let's be clear yeah. I was throwing some major events producing some major things working with big brands they were both full time right. there was no part time and then they also don't take it seriously it's like it's your side hustle right. no it's not my side hustle I have two mains nah, sure. right <laughs> <laughs> like and it was it, it was that and so I think that is why I was hesitant on sharing that I think unless You were somebody that worked closely with me on long projects, you wouldn't know that I was working because you would only know because I, you know, try to finagle daytime meetings around other things, right? So, unless you were like close to me on certain projects, my most of my clients did not know.
1: Yeah, I would schedule. Um, if I had to be a day meeting, I would schedule it during my lunch hour. Yes. And, and try to be close <laughs> to my job. So that way, yeah. if I was a little late, I could still finish, like, oh, there was traffic. Or, Absolutely. You know,
0: or work like from it. home that day. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God that work from home transition in the in corporate America started several years ago. And then the yes. pandemic, it just went straight there. Nah. Right. And so that was a better leverage. But I, I definitely would. And I would, I, I at that time, I had really had tenure. Yeah. So, you know, I was taking those two-hour <laughs> lunches. No, nah,
1: that's real. Really
0: knocking out things. I mean, and on top of that, not only did I manage both of those, I also got my MBA oh, wow. at the same time. Yeah. So, like, when I went to now, just being full time running two businesses, because I added an additional business, people were like, Why well, does it feel? Do you have more time? No, because now I go even harder Definitely. and I supplement what I needed to have done to right. grow it years ago, Definitely. but didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. So, when did you know it was time to leave corporate? Basically, my back was against the wall. Okay, I was really unhappy. Okay. Um, I had already prayed about it, but the planner and me had a plan, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, one more year, two more bonus payouts, <laughs> <laughs> sure. and I'm going to pull the trigger, mm-hmm. right? And so I got to the point where my management didn't appreciate what I was doing. They were very narcissistic and manipulative. Mm-hmm. And when it got to that point, and I was completely unhappy, and in a two-week span, I lost Three people had passed away that were near and dear to me. And I decided life is too short to not do what you love. Right. That's and at the end of the day, if I plan to win, I'm going to win. There's not a goal that I don't set, that I don't attain. Mm. So this is no different. Right. Jump off that cliff, leap. You're gonna fly, right? right? Now, I'm not gonna lie, it was scary. No, I, didn't. Um, I didn't give any notice. I said, it's effective immediately. <laughs>
1: immediately.
0: Like, however, yeah, right. c- listen, corporate America will go on without you, no matter how amazing you are. And yeah, of course. I was like, it's effective immediately. And I'm not gonna lie, it was scary, right? I had yeah. that laptop. I was about to you know, send my resignation. I was shaking to press yeah. the button. And um, luckily, I had a significant other. I was like, if I do it, do you got me? He said, do it. Nah, no, that's real. He was like, you're not happy. You're too talented. You're too amazing. Chase that dream. Do yeah, it.
1: It's real. That's a, it's important. Um, you know, like you said, you talk about planning. I feel like we all try to plan when it's time to leave. But it's like, we you continue to do that, you're going to stay there. You're, you're like, going to oh, stay. Man, I just need a couple more bands yeah. or another project. And <laughs> yes. then you never end up leaving. So, like, Absolutely. you just got to take that leap of faith and fly. You know, that was one of the, the best things I ever done in my life was leaving corporate America. Like, I ever. hated my job.
0: I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I was so unhappy. So I was unhappy, and then it's, it changes you as a person, yeah. right? Because quite honestly, when you're not happy in the role or the thing that you're doing, your mindset changes. Your creativity is impacted. Um, your energy and your vibe is off. All right. Like I started to I'm like, why am I walking around the house with an attitude like nah, I'm definitely. a I'm a fun person. I'm vibrant. I'm outgoing. You know, unless you get me on 10, I'm pretty cool and yeah. even nah, killed. Definitely. But I literally would wake up just with an attitude or an anxiety to even open my laptop. Nah, for sure. Nobody should live like that. Nobody should be forced to live like that just to make a living. There are so many amazing things we, that we can do out here to invest, um, to build our brands, to really make money. If you can dream it, you can implement it. If you can find somebody that believes in a dream, you can fund it. You can make money from
1: it. Nah, fact. So so let's talk about that. Who Do you remember your first client?
0: Ooh, Let's see. I think my my, my first clients were wedding clients.
1: Okay. Right. So you started a wedding game. I did.
0: Okay. Um, and ironically, I won't say that I completely moved from that because I still have wedding clients, but now I'm working more with um, brands.
1: Okay.
0: Ironically, which um, I love to. I think that init- initially wedding clients were easiest because they started off being people who knew me.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yes. And then I, the very first thing that I did before I even started my business, I helped two friends with their wedding. Okay um they were in the planning process and i was supposed to be in the wedding mm. and then as they were in the planning process i was like "Nah, you need me to <laughs> coordinate organize yeah. this let me step out take my remove myself from the wedding gotcha. and be your coordinator planner and planner and i could still wear a fly dress nah, i really- still take pictures with y'all yeah. no, but not- you need me more so you have an amazing day um but it it quite honestly, I've been involved in planning and producing events since I was a little girl. My mother used to throw a huge fashion and talent show for the entire city okay. back home. And when we were five and six years old, and it was like, you're going to model, you're going to sing, you're going to coordinate, you're going to commentate. <laughs> like, she believed in and then I was so shy. Yeah. And she was like, no, you yeah, can do you it. You. Like, step forward, mm-hmm. organize this and then I just kind of took it over. And then from there, I realized, oh man, this makes me happy. Right. This makes me feel good. Like, when other people are having an amazing experience mm. i feed off that energy and i'm like oh yes like they it's like they're finding a piece of heaven on earth nah, that's real. like they're like oh man this is a good time so now the brand is really around the experience like if i'm you know collaborating with cosign or any other the other brands and they see swan 7 they're like oh yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a vibe nah, yeah for sure. and that is what i want that, that that is what i wanted for the brand
1: okay so let, let's talk about this because I feel like a lot of business owners get this misconstrued, right? So Mm -hmm. let's hear this directly from you. Okay. (laughs) What does an event planner and coordinator do? Because I've I've heard some people say, you know, I can do it myself. I'm like, bro, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. it. Don't do it. So talk about, you know, what y'all do as a planner and coordinator. and then talk about the benefits of hiring
0: somebody to take that over? Absolutely. So what we do as a planner and coordinator is much different from what most people think. Now, there are some people who do hybrids and have additional build outs within their company, which I do. But initially what we do is we plan. So before we start planning, we take your theme or concept and we make it into an entire project flow and what came from an idea actually becomes a strategic brand and experience, right? And so it's not just us coming that day, executing, and coordinating. It's working out every meticulous detail to make sure that that day the vendors, the setup, the crew – Um, The guest, the flow, the operations, the production, the lighting, the sound, the look, the feel, all of those things are coordinated to a T where the day is flawless, you're stress-free, and you're not coordinating all of those moving pieces because so many people think that they can right? They're like, I just need a decorator, and I love decorators, right? I love designers, florists, all of that. I'm gifted in that, too. But if none of that is coordinated, it's just a nice Holy hot mess! Right,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's you like go. you got there. I could take a couple pictures, but this is not fun. The food didn't come out on time. It's right. two hours late. Mm-hmm. The drinks aren't here. We don't know who's supposed to say what. Right. Who's going up there? Nobody thought about that. There's not electricity. Enough electricity mm-hmm. to power the watts for the DJ or the presentation. There's an artist performing. His writer wasn't in place, so he says I'm leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are all the things right. <laughs> that unless you do this, it's really a meticulous project plan. Nah,
1: definitely.
0: And uh, most people are like, I'm good. Now, I will say get with someone that you know will best fit your model. Your goals, your initiatives and your personality, okay. because as a planner, I work closely with my clients like, you know, I'm hands on like, hey, KG, give me everything out of your head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> nah, <for laughs> real. So
0: I can take that and do this. And not only do I do that, I'm the, the great thing about me is I also think long term and strategize for you this year. We're going to do this. But this is why I see that you should take um, yeah. just for instance, with coach awards. Yeah. I said, hey, this year do this. I'm a baby step you. Yeah. Next year, go here. And in three years, I think this is what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And you were like, ah, That's yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> you All know? Right. And so that is what you get from a planner. You, you get the opportunity to not just do an event, but build a brand. Mm. I, I like that
1: because what I realized, too, is through these events is experiences matter. Mm-hmm. Like experiences really matter. Like, we're in the era of, like, man, it's, it's no longer just about, you know, who's going to be there. It's about how did I feel about the experience of this event? Yes. Like, When you leave, like if you didn't come, you want people to have FOMO. You know what I'm saying? You want them to be mad and upset that they didn't go. Right, have to go (laughs) next year, and that's what you know. That's what I feel like. You know, the events that you produce are like, like thank you. Like to be honest, like I missed the um, the the recent sneaker bar you did, and I and I had. I'm like, man, I missed that. (laughs) That was an experience I should have been a part of. So it's like now I know, like okay. I got to be there. Yeah. You know
0: and and that's what I want. And and not only will I want that because that's just what my brand is based mm-hmm. on. It's going to also leverage me to get additional business. Right. Because right. people say, "Oh man, mean, nah. you know, how much is she? We're going to pay it because yeah. people <laughs> going to be like, oh, we're coming to that. Yeah, like, sure. and that's great for the city. Right. Definitely. The city of Dallas has so many amazing things to grow from. And we're building. We're getting the brands there. And now we've set a level of expectation. Mm-hmm of what events should be and what experiences should be. Um, And that was important for me to do. Um, I'm based in Dallas. Now, I do events all over. I have a team on the East Coast, a team in the South, and we're building out West now. (laughs) So we can travel and do events anywhere. We work with some top major brands, but it's it's so important to hone that niche first in the city you're in.
1: Not for sure. And that makes a point I want to talk about. How do we bring those experiences from Houston, Atlanta, New York, Mm. Miami, to Dallas? What I mean by that is... There's great experiences here that people. Mm -hmm. We have events, but when you look at brands like large brands, Mm -hmm. you'll see. I'm gonna give an example like CultureCon in New York. I love it. Yes. You know they have HBO, Netflix, all these huge brands are partnered uh, a part of it. Then when you actually go there, they have venues that can that can hold all these activations, mm-hmm. right? Like, you'll see a complete build-out, <laughs> not just a step or repeat of HBO.
0: Fabrication, mm-hmm. walls, implement, yes.
1: <laughs> how do we bring those here? Like, some brands I talk about, they, to be honest, they don't think of Dallas as a top-tier market for they don't. that. You they know? don't. So it's like, how do we get them to realize Dallas is and
0: bring those types of experiences to the area? Absolutely. So how we start is... Ironically, you asked me that question, and that's my strategic plan. Mm. And so that's why every client I work with, no matter, you know, sometimes we have great budgets. Sometimes we have tight budgets. You know what I mean? But I need that experience to be there, and I need those photo-wide moments to be there to show Dallas is a thriving market. Right. So we start by making sure everything that we do is at that elevator level. Mm and what that means that this doesn't mean just the aesthetics that means the look the feel and how it's trending on social media platforms right what does that reach look like and are we getting the investment back based on our dollars what's the what's the ROI right nobody you know we spend a lot of money on these events right but what's the return on our investment well now we have to find new venues you know Cosign awards is getting to the point where in a little bit we don't need a stadium yeah, sure. <laughs> like legit 400 people are coming to it right and so what that looks like is an year or two, it's going to look like a thousand. Right. Right. And so that buildup of showing corporation clientele that the brand and the engagement is there based on the events that we do with you. Not only do you get the optics and the social media marketing and trending, you now have new loyal consumers. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Especially a lot of the liquor brands and things that we're now working with, both of us, they now see, cool, that market is now starting to buy and shop. Right. That market is now engaged. That market is now liking our product when they once were going towards another product right. because after the event, we're providing them with the numbers. Right. We're providing them with the engagement. Mm-hmm. And so if we continue to do that, do things also in other cities, then we leverage those brands and bring them back to our city. Right. They want to know your your reach isn't just Dallas, it's other cities. Are you pulling in other cities to come to your event? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you are people flying in from Chicago, Atlanta, and all that's coming to the coastline? They are. Mm-hmm. Are people coming to Swan Seven events from other cities? They are. Right. So if we can show that, then they're like, okay, maybe Dallas is a stop. Because they'll pass us up and just go to Houston. Exactly. Like yeah. like for all those brands you name, I know for a fact because I've had conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not in one of the top markets and we should be. We should be. We sure. absolutely should be. We have so many so much star power here, so much influence here. Mm. Um but we got to make sure we're producing at that level, like the other cities, so we can build out. We also have to educate ourselves, Not right? For sure. I went back to, and I'm getting additional um, production training. I'm getting additional training and learning more how to work with fabrication, activation and build out and what truly engages someone to click, market, what makes them engage with the brand, how do they feel when they see certain colors, moods. So how you set the ambience and the lighting in the room doesn't make me feel like, ooh, let me pay attention just based on colorways, right? right? And so if we're not continuing to educate ourselves on what marketing and branding truly looks like, we can't expect these big brands just to give us money to stop through our city right nice. um because it's here there's so there's so much money in Dallas so many industries and it's time we have you know some of the major teams here all these great things but we as a people have to do a better job with educating ourselves and working at that level and being professional
1: there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you go what about like the do you think there's like a venue shortage in the city cuz at some point it gets to the point where people feel like man I've been to the same venues over and over or we've done stuff at the same venues and it's like there's for concerts there's a lot of different venues as mm-hmm. far as range of capacity Great. but when you get to you know events such as like you know weddings or experiences it's like you're going to like the same three, four, maybe five venues, venues. right so how do we get past that
0: so I agree there are Dallas is really big on having niche venues, right. right? We either have that industrial feel or that rustic sheet. Right. is one or the other. Mm. There are a couple one-offs that are different, right? But it's one or the other. And so how we get past that is basically um, eventually we need to own and build our own. For sure. Right? Um, but in the meantime, hire the professionals that can transform the space. If you scroll through my page or if you look at any events that I've done and I got to do a better job of making sure I'm updating more, (laughs) but none of my events look the same, right? Not a one. None of the weddings look the same. None of the social events look the same or have the same look and feel. Mm transform the space don't go off what you see trending already on social media take the space and make it your own and transform it hire those professionals where you can do that because if not people aren't excited about it right like literally you know when i'm doing events with clients, they, you know some of their people that are coming will inbox me and literally say oh man i can't wait to see what you're gonna do yeah that's how it needs to feel like it doesn't matter the space we're booking i can't wait to see what swan seven is gonna do
1: that makes a good point. Because yeah. there's a venue here. I don't want to say the name because I don't want to sound negative. But there's a venue here that everybody does stuff to. It's more like a industrial. Okay. Like I know, part I, they got yeah. the outdoor part. The indoor yeah, I know. Part. <laughs> everybody does conferences, fashion shows, yes. stuff there. But it's like, It's wide open, so you can do a lot with it, but everybody uses it. So sometimes you tell somebody, hey, I'm going to do an event here, they're like, man, bro, I've been to so many events there. Yes. But if you can actually transform the space, I have yet to see, I mean, I could be oblivious, but I have yet to see, you know, somebody like really take ownership of that space and do something different, right? Everything
0: is kind of within the same realm. I'm bringing a stage, I'm bringing some decor, bringing some games. And I'm like, yeah, we've seen that. We've seen that a time and time again. Honestly, ironically, if I, I think I know the space you're speaking of, mm. I haven't done an event there. You got you. So I have to, right? Game on, challenge on. Yeah, you got to. Um, and I think that's the problem. And also people need to understand before you start doing an event, hire a planner because I think sometimes we don't understand budgeting right. and long term impact and how much we really need to produce what it is we say we want, sure. right? And then they they start and they work backwards. Yeah. The first thing that you should allot is a marketing budget. Right, definitely. That's the very first thing. Next is your aesthetics, then any other, your operations and financial and, and go from there. And I think a lot of times people say, oh, I want to do this event. I'm going to get these ticket sales and we'll just allot this small amount and figure out figure out everything else on the back end. It right. Doesn't work like that. <laughs> it, it will look like everybody else. To, but then. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're gonna have some separate pieces, right?
0: <laughs> some flowers.
1: <laughs> you like, welcome. That's it. Uh, let's talk about the importance of relationships. You know, okay. like we, we were both in a, you know, in a have, work with a lot of brands. Yes. And it's important to keep those relationships going because, you know, a lot of times we're going on multiple times throughout the year. Like, hey, yes. we have this coming up or we have X, Y, and Z. We got to be a part of this too. So not not even just from like a brand partnership sponsor relationship wise but like in general how important relationships for you in business
0: relationships in this industry are vital right. right um in the world let's just start with the united states it's a small world it's
1: very, very small.
0: it's so small like literally we'll look up and i think me and you have had conversations you're like oh yeah i know that person yeah. and the person's not even in the state it's somebody mm-hmm. we've worked in the industry with so relationships are important. How you treat people matters. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely.
0: Respect goes a long way. There's a way to execute and handle business respectfully and professionally. Right. The number one thing you could do to make sure you will always be a great business person is communicate and be a person of your word. Mm-hmm. If you say you're going to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what changes, what alters, follow through on what you promised. Right. And what you promised, over-deliver. Right. That is the secret to being an amazing business person. So if I promise this level of service, I'm going to go above and beyond that. Because then my client's like, oh, man, this is tough. You added this. I didn't even know. Like, you know, I mean, we had that experience, right? With co co Sign Awards, you're just like, oh, swine. Yeah, I'm glad we added that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you have to do that. Mm. Um, Because... Everybody knows everybody. And sure. once your name is tarnished and, and your word isn't true mm-hmm. or you didn't effectively communicate or you didn't execute or provide or pay mm-hmm. what you should have, that travels with you forever. Not for sure. And people talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> people talk and people share mm-hmm. some things you can take with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah, right. Cause there's a little hate in everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you can kind of knock some things off, but if you are hearing it consistently, mm-hmm. And then hearing it from good people is true. Right. And so your brand will follow you. Um, Just the brands and the relationships that I've established, just with people actually continue to get me more business. I don't really market. Right. It's literally based off the relationships. You know, I think, yeah, word of mouth, because word of mouth is somebody vouching for the experience Mm -hmm. that they had. Right, it's not just somebody saying she's good. It's somebody I experienced it. Right. Man, I went to that event. She is so dope. And that conversation happens. I mean, you and I've been in a, in a situation where we have mutual sponsor partners and that sponsor partner was like, Hey, I talked to such and such. Are you doing that event with them? I was like, yes,
1: Yeah. whatever
0: <laughs> they need, get it to them. Yeah. Yeah. And literally that matters. Not right. Sure. Like, and he was like, cool. Bet. I was like, add that to all the list of things yeah. <laughs> I've asked you for. Right. Yeah. And so that matters.
1: Nah, for sure. Yeah. Cause even in that same conversation, um, We were uh, we did a walk through and they were like um, they want to do something the patio and they were like yeah you know Swan is actually helping on another uh, project we're doing oh yeah (laughs) I was like synergy
0: synergy synergy matters when people trust the process right Mm -hmm. because they trust the person and they trust just what the person has shown through their work ethic and their model and um, I think Dallas struggles with that if I could just be completely honest and completely one hundred it took a while. You know, to get there. I think we all building and growing, right? I wasn't always my events didn't always look like this, right? right? right. (laughs) But the work ethic was there. The drive was there. The being a person of my word was there and the professionalism was there. And so then as I grow, learn how to design and now I even teach conferences and classes and things of that nature, then it all comes together. But Dallas just has to start with being professional Mm -hmm. and operating at a higher level. I think
1: um and I love the city. You know, I'm not from here, but I've been here for like 15 years. Okay, I think I've been here
0: 12. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think one thing that I've noticed in Dallas is, is there's this complex of everybody wanting to be the one. You know, that's like man, yes. like they don't. And, and I, I understand, but it's like man, there's enough room, opportunity, money for all of us, right? For all of us, like you, we like you don't typically have to be the one to still have a great life and a great business. No, like, I don't care about none of that. Like. Well, whatever I do over here doesn't affect what you do. Agre- you know what I'm saying? Like, we can, both, we can both operate in the same field.
0: We're both going to Houston, and we're in two different lanes. Exactly. But <laughs> we're both going to we're Houston. We're both going to
1: Houston, yeah. You driving
0: in the right lane, I'm driving in the left lane. But we're both going to yeah. Houston, right? And people forget that. And because of that, we aren't able to get those big brands to come in and give us a million. Mm. Or stop and make the tour stop here. Yeah. Or, you know, make the whole activation and doing something like CultureCon and all that. And the great thing that I can say is I know it's coming because so many of us want to do something great like that. Yeah. And when we power together and do it, it's going to be amazing.
1: I think that's what it's going to take. It's going it to is. take like us getting out of that. I want to be the one to do it, and then you know I'll bring in people for help. But like, nah, let's equally partner
0: to do it. Yeah, Yeah, like it doesn't need to be just my face. Honestly, when people do that, you look unprofessional Mm -hmm. because a corporation has what a team. There's Mm -hmm. CEO, there's vice presidents, there's divisional VPs, there's executives Mm -hmm. there, and all of them are at the C-suite level, right? There you go. So if you're calling yourself the C-suite level and it's just you, Mm -hmm. if I'm looking at that, I'm like, oh. Yeah, you just started. Yeah, right. If <laughs> yeah. I don't see a team behind someone, number one, I know that it's them, they're not effective. Mm-hmm. Right, you don't have a clear strategy or operational flow. That means behind the scenes, the business can't be flowing well, it just can't, mm-hmm. it just can't. Right, and then if I see you by yourself, I'm like, ooh, is there a little narcissist going? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna think all these things, which are all these things that the brands think, right? When they see that, if they see just one consistent face. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yes, should your face be identified with your brand? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The first thing people see, oh, Swan, yeah. she runs da, da 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 da. You know, cool. It should be like that. But your business right. shouldn't look like the model of only one person being seen. Right. I have event planners that are on my team. I have designers. Right. You know, some of them you've worked directly with them. You've worked with my event planning team. My designers, mm-hmm. they they can be contacted. They leverage. They even have other companies solo, mm-hmm. but they contract under me to work with for my company as right. well. And so many people in the industry were afraid to do that. oh they're going to take my business they're going to run off with it. i'm not worried about that. I want their businesses to grow and flourish. they're a human being with goals and dreams and, and everything that's what contracts are for there's a clause you can't take my clients. Mm. you know what i 'm saying, but i 'm going to help build me i 'm going to build you, and we 're going to go to the top together.
1: see one thing I can say that you know that you just made a great point, which you're actually smart of is don't be afraid to put contracts in front of people. I will say that i 'll be honest. Yeah. It, <laughs> at the beginning, I've, I've I've been hesitant because it's like you know some of these people are your friends and you know how people yes. it when you put paperwork in front of them. Yeah, yeah. But they feel
0: some type of way. Yeah.
1: But you have to be able to protect yourself and your business because I will yeah. say I've had that happen to me. Not really take my clients, okay? But like try to. I mean, yeah. We'll yeah. try to like. It's <laughs> international. <Like, laughs> sure what yeah, they were kind of moving and grooving. You know what I'm saying, try to <laughs>
0: remove you yes remove I mean, you from the pra- equation. From equation you get yeah. what i'm
1: saying and it's like nah but i will say this so like when we when we both come from a place of you want to see people win yes right you want to help people naturally you're like oh i'm gonna connect y'all to. yeah right that's how it yes. starts yes but then when you get up in business you're like ah if i do that if i just strategic if i do this up front my business doesn't win, and I can't sustain like that. Correct. So what I will do is, okay, I'm gonna connect y'all to, but let's put this contract together. That way, you know what I'm saying. Whatever, Absolutely, you're, you're still you, but under
0: cosign, you work with this client. Correct. You know what I'm saying. And, and that's exactly what I did. Okay. That's the exact model I, I, I formed because prior to that, it was it was I'm connecting, and, and let's just be honest, knowledge is not just power. Knowledge is can make a financial impact to somebody's pocket for sure right and so just like we have to grow and sustain and turn on our lights and I like designer too mm, yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that being said if I'm giving you all these things that I spent years curating and learning it's a price tag with that right that so makes- if I'm connecting you to my plug people get paid that's called consulting mm. there's oh, a thing what is
1: it too in, 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 in the labels it's a finder's fee Yes. Yeah, like a
0: spot. I implemented that yeah. cuz I realized I was putting people on. Yeah. Right? And so that's great cuz I, I and I do it naturally. Yeah. Just with people. I'm I'm just like the, hey, I'm going to connect you with such and such or hey, go to such and such and that's cool. But now then I start to help additionally past that, mm-hmm. start to strategize with you all that. That's consulting. Mm-hmm. And then let's do a, a leveraging finder's fee for connecting with you with with getting you the impact and yeah. now we're all winning. Right. I don't feel slighted when you go off and do all these things and I'm like, oh, dang, that even been uh, I wanted to still be a part of that project. And like you said, and they'll just go off and and that's cool. But you want to feel like whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. not only added value to them, but adds value to you. That's the win win. Yeah. See, I struggle with that when it came to like sponsorships, you know, I'm saying like if I really rock
1: with you. It's, it's nothing, but if right. it's new, like you know, like last year with you know, one person, I was like, Man, you know, here's a contact, you know, whatever y'all can do, you know what I'm saying. But some people, it's like, Man, it took years for us to build the relationship
0: with that contact, yeah. So it's like,
1: <laughs> I'll be like, All right, you know what, I'll do more so, like, you know, I'll do consulting, you know what okay. I'm saying, or like, you know, I, I got a guide you could do, like, you could, you know, download the guide on, okay. on how to get sponsorships yeah. because a lot of times it's like, Man if you correct people directly with them, you know, they'll be grateful for like a day or two. And then it's, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. After that, it's like, you know, me, 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 me. Like dang. That's all they're talking
0: about. That's yeah, what, like, that's where what the I focus did. shift. And it's like, oh, I thought we was about to come at this at a team approach. Yeah. I thought we were about to build, like, well, you building there, you building there, we're going to come together, collaborate, mm-hmm. and, and that disappears. Because now people have what they want. And that's when you see the true measure of their character. So the, the, the most important thing that I can say is, my relationships have really helped to leverage where I am today. Um, I was able to, you know, we just started the entertainment company. It's only been in business a year. Mm -hmm. And we were able to work with some of the top brands, Def Jam, Interscope, Rock Nation, Mm -hmm. um, top, top clientele, leverage things. And it was just because of the relationships that my employees have. That's amazing in the industry and then them trusting me. Right. Because some of them were already moguls. They didn't need me. They didn't need me to come in with Swan seven and bring, you know, bring them in on the team and all that. They were already working with all these companies and had all this reach for years. And they were like, No, I see what you're doing as though I believe in the dream. Let's join we join in the team. Yeah. I mean, they're they're boss moguls. They're already there. I yeah. was trying to break in the entertainment industry. Nah, sure. And they're literally like, Okay, we trust the vision and turning over their contacts mm. based on the relationships that they have built with me. Nah, that's amazing. And you can't break into that industry that quick without nah, that. Nah, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> I told myself moving forward, any other business that I you know, either create or, you know, um, be a part of, I'm only doing partnerships. Yes. i are doing partnerships. I can no longer be like the only lead person. Like, yeah. Even like right <laughs> now, I have a team building people up, but it's to the point to where like people want to like, probably get probably the same thing. People want to like work directly with you. Yes. And you're yeah. like, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's cool, but you know, this person's going to help you with this part and then yes. know, I'll follow with you on this. Yes. End. But people want that one-on-one. It's like, man, I can't do that.
0: I can't. I'm spreading myself thin. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm thin. If like you want the best work, holler at her first. Right. You know what I'm and I, and I got you. Yes, but, you know. absolutely. And don't be afraid to um, leverage just other things. Like So depending on the clientele and what the reach is, I'll have them work directly with other planners on my team. Or I'll have them, if it's something where I'm like, okay, that's something where I'm probably outside of their budget scope from a production or planner standpoint. So I'll say, you know what, we have a sister parent company, you can work directly with them and they can implement because it sounds like you mostly just want to focus on design got gotcha. right mm-hmm. and i'll do that and was, so many people are so worried about oh i don't want to be kicking back referrals and you losing money you know no i'm not because all those people now are extremely loyal to me right. if i say hey if swan sevens got something going on they all want to work i feel right. bad i would be like oh it's, i only need five people today yeah. you know what i mean they're like no the event's gonna be fun and we're gonna work not they're gonna right. work 10 12 hours they're gonna do whatever they need to do because mm-hmm. they believe in the dream not because they need it because most of them have day jobs right, right? No, and, and successful ones yeah. but they're like no we believe in this dreamless power, it and we have a good time, right.
1: right? And I could co-sign that because I remember I reached out to you after the awards. It was like a little small uh, dinner. One of my clients were putting together. It wasn't a huge budget. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put you in contact with you know your partner." Yes. Uh, and you know, well, Alfred would well, label, Alfred, me exclu- yeah, like, he, label me exclusive. Yeah, label me exclusive. Let's say, mm-hmm. and he came and did it. And, you know, and it was it was love. It was like, yeah, you know, this would probably be better for him. And yeah, you know, like
0: I'm gonna, I'm I'm not that person that's not gonna refer or tell somebody or and, and we gotta get out of that, right? Mm-hmm. If we because then that is what's making the mentality of it's mine only me right. because we're not. It's so much. We can never run out of money and clients. Nah. Sure. Remove that mindset. Definitely. There, There's so many clients in the world and, and clients like different looks and feels. For they sure. may not roll with my personality. Sure. Cool. I have three or four other planner friends that I could refer you mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? And not every client is my client. Right. Right. I've talked with some clients and I'm like, mm, I can't be stuck with you for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. like, I can't be stuck with you for three months. Like, this is not going to mm-hmm. work. You're not going to trust me. You don't listen, you know, and that matters. Like, that's the energy that you're vibing off. For whatever that time period is. And it has to work in order to be successful.
1: Right. Um, I'll ask you this. What are some misconceptions that that you uh, reallow or that you heard right. about when it comes to like event planning and coordination from people? Like what are some things like they're just totally oblivious of?
0: Um, the amount of hours mm. that's put into it. Mm. Most people don't understand. Worse, It's so detailed mm-hmm. that... Outside of the time that we're talking with the client, we've spent hours mapping out, zoning, how things should work, layouts, where things should go, the timeline, the flow, the what-ifs. Oh uh, yeah. We have to have contingency plans. Yeah. What if these lights don't come on and there's a power outage? Do you have a generation team on backup? Do you know who to contact for the operational flow of that place? Do you know the fire exits in the layout? When the DJ comes in, if they're gonna be over here, is there an ample amount of wattage on that wall? Gotcha. Right? And so it's a misconception that we're really not working. We are just coming and coordinating. Gotcha. Right? That's the biggest misconception. The other thing is we just decorate.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we just decorate. Um, and I've gotten to the point I'm gonna be honest, I don't even touch it anymore, mm-hmm. right? I know how, right? Yeah. But I have team. Makes sense. So I'm literally, I've mapped out the design or I'm designing with my designer. Mm-hmm. And they are able to come in and execute or the vendors that I've hired, if we have to do outside mm-hmm. rentals or whatever it may be, I don't have to physically touch it anymore just because of the level of where I've gotten. Um, but that, those are the big, biggest misconceptions that we're just coordinating the day of. So they feel like, oh, I don't need to hire you. My friend can just yeah. tell people where to go mm-hmm. on the day of mm-hmm. and that we're just coming in and decorating. Yeah. <laughs> See, I
1: ain't gonna lie. When I first started, I thought I didn't know the difference because I remember one year, was it two? No, for two years, the- maybe one year for cosine awards we actually worked with an event planner okay um but there wasn't a decor okay so i was okay. like man i thought it was oh but she was like nah like i'm playing and coordinate you know what i'm saying i'm like oh, okay so you know she did make sure like things ran smooth right um but then you know like i said been a fan of your work so when i started to see like it's all inclusive. Yeah. I was like, ah, that makes sense. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's that, what's needed. And
0: I think that is too uh what I love about what I do because of my eye right. and attention to detail, I'm a great designer. Mm. Right. And so then that's 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 that, you know, when I say have that level above, right. that step above that different you yeah. um from somebody else is it's like, okay, she can design. Like I like her eye, I like her touch. Yeah. Um and then oh, she's gonna make sure there's special special touches throughout the gotcha. event. Gotcha. And gotcha. so then they're like, yeah, I, I want to go here cause I know my stuff is going to look good right, right. and that's important. And then they're like, oh man, it looks dope. That's fun. Yeah. That's the second thing. Right. And so, um, yeah, I'm just here to dispel the notions mm-hmm. It's is, is more than a word. Gotcha. You know, we are an experience Nah, for
1: sure. For sure. And so- cu-
0: and I like to call us curators of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I was one of the first people to say I curate experiences oh. and, um, in Dallas, and now I've heard people, you know, coin that niche and, and and start to say it more. But I didn't see it on anybody's website until it was on mine. <laughs> no, that's what we're saying about
1: there. I know we just talked about it a little bit earlier about, like, you know, um, your plans. But what would you say, like, the future looks like for, you know what I'm saying, Swan 7 Productions? Like, where where do you want to take it? Um, where do you see it going? Okay.
0: Um, the future is looking bright. It's up. I am, I'm really, really focused on growing the entertainment agency. Yeah. Um, I've gotten a, the pleasure to work with some amazing talent um, and some amazing friends that are extremely talented. So I see us um, being a force to reckon with in the industry where labels start to seek us to help with that branding and, and experience okay. that their artists have. I see us moving into film. Okay. I see us moving into sports. Okay, film and sports. Right. And yeah. so, and then on the planner production side of the company, um, I see us doing amazing brand activations festivals mm. um doing more with um, like you said things like you know culture cons and um, engagement and taking brands to the next level and having immersive full of immersive experiences right immersive experience. and so that's where I see us going. Um, I want to spread international
1: okay. Are you talking my language? Yeah, stateside
0: <laughs> yeah. is cool, but yeah. let's let's use this MBA I paid for, right? Yeah. International business. Yeah. Um, and I want to, so I started off with the initial goal was just being the plug, right? Mm. Being the person that could connect people and then being the person that can plan, execute, and make something flawless. Right. But now I want to be able to empower people, mm. right? And so that's where I see the personal brand going from my standpoint. And empowerment looks like funding. So we need it. Empowerment looks like change, right. and so without giving out more of where I'm going, yeah. just know that's where I'm going, and just stay tuned to see how I do it. No, no that's,
1: that's super important. Um, so I kind of want to give—I like to give people tangible advice, right? So, okay. and you know, everybody loves to talk about money, right? So, so let's do this. Okay. All uh, right. Somebody has—I'm say twenty-five thousand. Okay. Right. Twenty-five thousand. And they come to you and they're like, man, I wanna I wanna produce an event. Okay. I want that Swan Seven Touch. Okay. So it gotta be an experience. Twenty five ain't a lot, but it's, it's something. Something. Yeah. Right. Where where should they allocate that twenty five K?
0: Okay. So um with budgets, the tricky thing is 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 is, is really the guest count right <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so if we're going to make an impact our guest count um with that budget can't be extremely high okay so right we're gonna so we're going to start with our guest count um but after that once we start to allot the budget and the money the very first thing is we're going to pull out marketing okay and then a budget for the experience what's a good
1: marketing budget because that's one thing people don't talk about
0: at all yeah um ideally I like to see people's marketing budget be 20 to 30 okay. percent um, some experts have said 30 35 it just kind of depends on the brand and what you need and and if they're already immersed if they already have high engagement, you can adjust and kind of fluctuate because then they already have loyal um, customers and buy-in but you need to be right about there right? Um, because branding and marketing looks like so many different things, right? right? It could be the day of, it could be prior to, mm-hmm. it could be weekly, monthly, advertisements pushed out, and even you're still marketing at the event. Right, definitely. Right, so when people come into the event, they shouldn't just be seeing aesthetics. They should be getting educated on your brand. Right, for sure. What does this brand look like? What does it stand for? Who are they? Right. You know, that we got them there because they were interested, but now we're going to make them loyal by being brand ambassadors. Everybody who comes to your event should leave as a brand ambassador. For sure.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Sure. Everybody should say, man, Cosign Magazine is dope. Yeah, like, they're yeah. doing da-da-da-da-da. da they right. They awarded this. I want to get on the Cosign couch because this da-da-da. Like, everybody who leaves there, the whole reason we're making sure they have an experience is so they can be a brand ambassador. Gotcha. Influencers aren't just ambassadors. I'm sorry, corporate. I'm going to dispel that notion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. <laughs> Everybody who's at your event is a brand ambassador. You don't know who they know, right. who they're connected to mm-hmm. and how they feel. Like I got to the meetings with the big brands from friends or colleagues that were at my events who loved them. Mm-hmm. And so then they said, you got to meet such and such. Mm-hmm. And then such and such said, do whatever she wants. Yeah. Right. And so everybody at your event is a brand advisor. not just influencers, not just celebrities. Right. Facts. Right. And so start with your marketing budget, then go to your operations and production. Okay. Right. And then a part of that is aesthetics. Right. It has to look nice. Say
1: that is. So I'll say 20, let's say 20 percent marketing So where you say you put operations and.
0: It's gonna eat. It's gonna eat up a, a fair amount because that's also your planner, that's the design, that's the decoration, all of that. You're probably gonna eat up about forty to forty five percent, right? And then, of course, we all love to eat, and the food needs to taste good, yeah. right? So <laughs> that's gonna eat up a, a substantial amount then depending on if you're in it for profit right. you should be leveraging and pushing back at least 40% should be going back into either profit payout for you to have right because mm-hmm. we're not none of us are doing this for free right <laughs> and then the other half should go into reinvesting in the business okay. so you should be le- leveraging that other 30 to 40% or so and dividing that up that way okay. now a lot of people don't do that model and that's why their events look like how they look right right because they want to make 60 70% yeah, they try to double up yeah, right <laughs> and spend the other 30% yeah, yeah. but that doesn't help you leverage bigger budgets that doesn't help people with the experience of what they had like instagrammable moments are cool right don't yeah. get me wrong we all want them but People talk. They're gonna leave that event and like, man, did you? Yeah. They tried to da 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 da, and that's because out of the twenty five thousand, you tried to take home twenty. Yeah, so you had nothing left to work with, and mm-hmm. you know there are people that are hungry and and want to be involved, but you can't keep using people for free. Oh yeah, 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 and people do that in Dallas, and that was a big thing. So the great people got burned out yeah, yeah. on wanting a sponsor or wanting to do things because they were being the. The, the value that they were adding to the mm-hmm. event, they were getting no value from it, it afterward. It
1: has to be mutually beneficial. Absolutely. It has to be mutually beneficial. And I feel like that's where we kind of fail, that we lack at. Like, one thing I, I hear a lot mm-hmm. from people when they look for sponsors is like, yeah, man, we'll put their logo on the flyer and uh, give them a shout out. So you want to pay ten thousand dollars <laughs> for
0: <a> shout out? <laughs> no, like no, no. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, like no way. Like and wh- and, they, and people really don't didn't think about it. Like they were making these wonderful decks, yeah. and it was basically like you're gonna be on my step and repeat. We're gonna shout you out, and I'm gonna do an Instagram post. Okay, I gave you ten thousand dollars for that. Yeah. What am I making back from that? Like, how am I making something back? What was the engagement? What was the immersion? Did they get to sample my product? Exactly. Did I didn't, can I then go to sales over the next three weeks and see the sales increase? Exactly. What is your proof yeah. that it's worth it for me to give you $10,000? Exactly. Because if I want a write-off, I'm going to give it to a non-for-profit.
1: Exactly. Like can I at least do a survey and get <laughs> right. some feedback or something? Yeah,
0: anything. Can I at least see okay what what how are they trending? What things do they like? Can I can I come and um just a lot of times I like when sponsors want to come to the event, yeah. right? Cuz I want them to see what culture looks like today. Right. And I think that's why it's important that we need more sponsors that work with people like us. Right, right. Because they really don't know what our culture looks like today. They're guessing. Right. It, you know, it's a room full of marketers and they're sitting in a room and they're writing some script mm-hmm. of how they think we engage. They don't have a clue of our day to day. They don't have a clue of what um, our people love and like. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they need to sit down with us so we can tell them what we want.
1: Right. That makes sense. The last question. I want you to tell yeah. the good people, uh, you know, the Coastal Island community audience. Right. Leave them with some motivation, advice. You know, everybody, I gonna say everybody, a good majority. Of people today want to produce their own events right? right they want to um create experiences so that they can enhance their brand leave them with some motivation of to get started some advice just okay. something to keep them inspired as you know they go into this new journey of, uh, you know producing events and you know it's scary i remember my first event <laughs> i initially went in there thinking okay I'm doing this for exposure okay. and for brand awareness, so I know I'm going to be in the red. Okay. If I break even, I'm happy. But just leave them with some motivation and let them know that okay. I like it's possible.
0: Absolutely. I'm Swan with Swan 7 Productions and Swan 7 Entertainment Agency. If you walk away with nothing else today, it's have a dream, implement that dream, plan, and don't give up. Right? Simple. People hear that all the time. But it's resiliency and tenacity. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have the highs and lows, but if you can plan an event, secure the professionals, and have a strategy of how it's going to build your brand and take it to the next level, your return on investment will be more than worth it. Branding starts today. Everything, every single thing you do, touch, post, what you wear, how you look, who you engage with, who you're tied to, they all matter. Plan that event, have it be the next level. Engage the the right partners, the right branding, the right sponsorship, and go after it. Don't be afraid to do something different. Don't do any of the things that you've already seen. Do something that you want to attend and that you know will have that engagement, and the people will come and they will believe. Even if it doesn't give you the immediate return, it will in the end. I'm definitely a witness of that.
1: In highest one seven,
0: <laughs> you know, and if yeah. all fails. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's not popping if we're not hired to do it. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna take 20% finder's fee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm messing with y'all, but no, I appreciate you for being here today. Thank appreciate you for dropping them gems and sharing your story. Uh, y'all make sure y'all follow her on social media. Uh, if you have any more questions, DM her or you know uh, shoot her an email. And as always, you know please be inspired to be great. Um, do the research, plan, execute. Yes. You know you got to execute the information that you consume. Until we see y'all next time, continue to live the Coastline life and we're out. We're out. (laughs) Hey guys, what's good? Thanks for supporting Coastline Magazine by watching this video. If you really enjoyed this content, please subscribe, like, comment, and share.